name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one in the back. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Wham! Cut sap. First try. Why so serious? He's a fast killer. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. I'm freaking pump. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Good Day for a Movie Podcast. I'm Jacob. That's right. Back in the driver's seat, baby. Joined alongside me, as always, Tate and Sage. Sounded a lot better. Getting You're sounding human. I've got a cough. I do sound human. Um, before we get into this movie pick, I do have something to admit to you guys. I made a mistake. <coughs> you made a mistake. What's that mean? I did. Um, I, I was going to text it to you guys, but I figured it'd be better on the podcast. I accidentally uploaded the completely unedited raw file. For the last episode? <laughs> For the last episode. <laughs> no intro, no trailer, no outro. Wow. How long did it take to get that figured out? Um, about 9 a.m. I deleted it and uploaded the right one. <laughs> Who told you? Well, I got a... <coughs> Sorry, see, cough still. Um, message from Michael on the Deucecord Discord, on the Deucecast Discord. Deucecord Discord. <laughs> which we call we call it the Deucecord. Yeah. Um, and he said, don't eat it or don't listen to it while eating breakfast because there's a lot of shit talk. And I went... Son of a bitch. I thought I edited all of that out. I must have missed something. <laughs> I was like, well, it was at the beginning, so I hit play on Spotify, and there was just no intro. It was Tate doing the, the little song that you sing at the be- when you first fire up your board. Shoo-ba-doo-boo-bop. <laughs> uh, don't know, but yeah, okay. And then it, like, you kind of do like a little do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do thing. Yeah, okay. Um, and I was like, uh-oh, that's not good. <laughs> and so it had the whole thing about me uh, almost shitting the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Before the podcast even starts, before the introduction happens, before anything happens. Wow. You yeah. put our personal, we like edit out some of our personal life stuff. Yeah. And you put it yeah. all out to the world. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, man, I, I, yeah, I kind of want to hear what we talked about. That was intro wise. That's pretty funny. The funny um, is that's the episode you couldn't even talk on. Yeah. You must have been in a real fever. Well, I mean, I wasn't on Monday when I, Sunday night when I published it. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. The, the The file that Tate uploads is called, like, that one was called The Mummy Review. Once I edit it and put everything in, I call it episode blank, 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 The Mummy. Very similar. Yeah, so you want I to just start just hold the wrong them, one over, naming them Jabroni five hundred two, yeah. something not related at all. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny though. Who do you know who all listened to it before you changed it? I don't. I know Michael was one of them. I have not heard from anybody else. <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> How many listens did we have before you changed it? Could you see? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how many downloads we had. <laughs> I don't That's know how many worse. people actually listen to it. Down, downloads is worse. Yeah, they have it for forever. That's how many downloads slash play. So it could be a combination of the two. 
Like one download equals one play. Like neither option is good. Two minutes of listening equals w- what one. What did we expose number. about ourselves other than shitting? I think that was about it. <laughs> I think it was all Beautiful. me. It was all just my sickness. His pants shitting. Yeah. Or bed shitting. Oh, yep. 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 You know what? That was on there too, Tate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I assume Tate's pretty much told you everyone, mentioned so you're shitting that I've, No, that's not a surprise. I mean, the world knows more than my personal friends now, but that's fine. Yeah. Happens. Mm-hmm. You're you're a liar if you are in your adult world and you haven't nearly shit your pants. I have I have never shit my pants. In your adult world? Yes. Even a little? No. I don't trust that. I'm telling you, this stomach thing, like if I'm not sick, just very solid. I've got good control of my bowels. <laughs> Lol. Tate, you picked a movie. Yeah. American Animals, baby. Just came from a short list of recommendations from a friend and I didn't even look into it really before I picked it. I just kind of was top of the list and um, sounded cool. So boom, American animals. Um, Directed by Bart Layton, four young men mistake their lives for a movie and attempt one of the most audacious heists in U S history. A little bit of a misleading headline there, Um, but mainly starring Evan Peters and Barry Keegan are your main people that you're going to know. Um, streaming on Amazon Prime as well as a bunch of fast streaming services that would be free advertising supported television. Um, yeah, Hour 56 came out in 2018. Um, none of us knew anything about it. Nope. I had never cool know, poster. heard of this. And it's, and I mean, yeah, we'll get in on the other side, but true story. <clears throat> I think we mentioned that at the end of the um, yeah. podcast episode last time, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the fact that I heard it was when I heard it was a true story or based off a true story, I thought that was um, even more intriguing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, anybody got anything else? Well, no. see you on the other side. <laughs> feel like you're waiting for something to happen it pains me to see you embarrass your father but you don't know what it is you're in or you're out that thing that could make your life special you're in or you're out you're in Oh, you're out. How can I tell you if I'm in or I'm out without you telling me the first thing about what I might be in or out of? This would be something dangerous and very exciting. This library is home to the most valuable book in the United States. $12 million. You really need to see how easy this is going to be. Oh, you know this from all your previous heists? Can I just say how dumb this entire thing is? How do you know no one's gonna get hurt? I don't want you waking up years from now wondering what could have happened and who you could have been. Are you sure you're okay? Come on! Oh, this is my life. This isn't some game.
you please not touch the model? Thanks. Let's do this. Sometimes I think Sage just like stays silent intentionally for like the entire time and just purposely doesn't ever say a word and just <laughs> yeah, sits here. It's really good at getting you guys to finish the episodes faster. Well, and then I'm like, why, yeah. why is, what is he doing? Why is he here? <laughs> the more I involve myself, the longer this takes. Well, yeah, but that's also the point of the podcast. <laughs> There's a balance, Tate. I figure it out. If you would have responded on time, we would have started half an hour. Yeah, early. you fucking cunt running no. up to Chipotle. No, that was I was oh, criticizing me? you, yeah. you idiot. Yes, I was sitting in my kitchen. My phone is on silent. I keep my phone on silent. I was sitting at the kitchen table, and then I looked, and I was like, "Oh shit!" They texted, and then I saw that Tate ran up to Chipotle. I was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I called you. Even I was. I wait for the emails. I don't wait for your texts. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> You look if out you guys, for if you guys say 9 p.m. I 9 p.m. I was here with my emails up and I was refreshing and waiting. Yeah, well, and then I, I mean, I sent a text though two hours before yeah, 9 p.m. No, saying it was that not I was two hours. Yeah, I sent it at it was because the hour was two hours long. <laughs> so I said I'm not going to be able to be ready until 9:30 Eastern, and that was probably at like 6 p.m. my time because I was just finishing my workout. So you knew it was 9:30 your time for a while. At 9:22, you said. Think we'll start soon, or should I go get food and plan to start in 30 minutes? Yeah. Yes, but that wasn't what we were talking about. We were talking about the text that Tate said, I'm finishing up a workout, and I'm going to start the movie in 5 to 10 minutes, so I'll be ready close to 9.30 Eastern. Uh, and he sent that at 7.15 Eastern. Yeah, I'm talking about the second one. Yeah, and then I, so then I, well, and I either had to get food in that little window, or go get it after. And so I was like, I sat there and I sent the text, and then Jake was like... No, fuck, I, Shut up. We've just b- wasted fucking five minutes debating well, about this Well, you bullshit. got all mad when I was saying... You're, you're a cunt. Show up on time. You're I, a cunt. Stop distracting me. We were Go. ready. We no, were ready. I'm done. Cunt. I'm done. <laughs> you're I'm done. A cunt. No, you don't look you at just started. Either I'm hanging up or we're continuing. <laughs> okay, we'll look. continue. This is part of the podcast. Just, I think we're just in. Just finished. I think, should we start soon? <laughs> oh, he really did just hang up. Okay, we're, we're in. We'll see if he comes back. <laughs> that was crazy. That was very crazy. Yeah, when, um, I, when I called him too, I was just like, well, we can edit some of this out. But I, when I called him yeah. too, I was just like, all right, if he didn't answer, he didn't answer a text, it's going to take me 15 minutes to go get food. I'm going to go do it. And and then, of course, right as I was in my car and I was sitting at a red light and I saw your text, <laughs> and I <laughs> I actually laughed at myself pretty hard just because it was like the order of text was just like, just finished. Are we ready? Should we go or should I leave? And it was just like, I don't know, Sage. And then I called him and then it was just like, Sage, nothing, nothing. And then like, I was like, okay, I'm about to go. And then it was like four minutes later, it was like, ready. <laughs> nothing else. Like, oh, no sorry, I missed these. Of anything. <laughs> it just said, Do I keep the cunts in? I think I keep the cunts in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, what did you think? This is your pick, American Animals. Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I think it was not what I thought it was going to be because it was semi-documentary, semi-movie, yeah. um, which I thought, like in the very beginning when you're kind of like meeting these people, they don't introduce them like a normal documentary. So I was like, these look like the real life people. I thought it, well, I think those people were actors. The family? 
Yeah, I'm pretty no, sure. No, no, that was the real fam. Those were the real no. families. No. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Those were his actual parents. Because remember, they, they said at one point where they were like, it showed um, our main character, Man Spencer. It showed him no, like. No, they weren't. They were actors. Mrs. Lipka, played by Lara Grice. Warren Lipka Sr., Gary Basara. The ones in the. No, not the ones like the parents sitting on the couch. Yes. Those were actors. No, they weren't. Look who's back. Yes, they were. I promise you. Please tell me you're on the other side. Yes, we've, we've been on the started. other side. We're we've leaving all the like cunt five dropping minutes. in. Thank Jesus. Good God. Apparently, that's the only way to get things done in this podcast. <laughs> well, it's to acknowledge your mistakes. That's the way to get it things done. It tastes to be a fucking cunt every fucking day. Um, you're you're the one that's being a cunt right now because you're not talking about the movie like we are. You, you're interrupting us, making us making us take longer. So now it's your fault. Jacob, you're divulging your again. Fault. You're divulging. You're, it's your You're fault. becoming. You won't tape. accept it. It's your fault. Now. Once you accept it, the only you people on. credited as the real are Spencer Reinhardt, Warren Lipka, Eric Borsuk, Chas Chaz Allen, and the real Betty Jean B J Gooch. <clears throat> I'm gonna look into that. I even like I I trust you, but I'm gonna look into that. I because I like I swear to God that, that did you did you think that the families at the beginning when they were interviewing them and they were talking about their kids were those actors or their actual parents? Those were actual parents. Yeah. That's no, what, they weren't. That's what... So th- my, my argument is that oh, okay, they so didn't here's look the like the actors in the movie. They don't, though. They're the exact... They, they look... Yes. The people at the beginning and the people during the movie look very similar because they're the same people. They're no, not no, the they, same people. I'm saying they don't yes. look similar. They're not the same people. They were like can, very, very obviously different people. No, you can go back and look. They're they not very credit obviously them. different people. They might not credit them in the movie, but... They are. Like the dad, so so uh, the whatever the bad kid. What's the bad kid's name? The leader, Warren. Warren. Warren's dad in like the acting role was very different than the dad yeah. sitting on the couch that was, he was crying, way smaller, petting his dog. Yeah, they were very much different people. Yeah, I mean, of course and they like Spencer's tried to get dad them to was look like the same. bald. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's an age difference, but he was yeah, they were very different people. I'm pretty sure those were all the actual oh. parents. Okay, you're right. I'm, I pulled it up. Yeah, okay. Cause, but it was weird because they didn't introduce them. Well, who is this person supposed to be? We got subtitles on. It's supposed the, to be just Chaz's mom, just Warren's dad, and then... We don't have I think Andy's, just Spencer's parents. I don't think they go into... Or I don't think they show the... The accountant man? Cla- glasses yeah, I don't man. think they show the accountant man's parents. No, I don't think they did. <clears throat> but they the, the, the couple that was on the couch was Spencer's parents, like real-life yeah. parents. And then the guy petting his dog was Warren's divorced dad. And the mom was Chaz's actual mom. Yeah. Because that's when, like, at the beginning of the movie, when they're kind of giving their little, like, they're talking about their kids. They're like, yeah, yeah, we could have never seen him doing this, blah, blah, blah. And what made it feel really real for me was when Warren's dad was, like, bawling. Not bawling, but, like, crying pretty hard. That's where I was like, that'd be really weird if they, like, just put this in for, like, the actor to be like, Yo, act like his dad giving a little snippet about him when he when he was crying about his actual kid and the crime he committed. I was like, okay, that has to be his dad. And then when they started the movie, or then they got into the scenes more, I thought they were very much different people. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, so back I kind of forgot that part happened. Yeah, like so um, back to my initial reactions. <clears throat> thought it was really cool, insanely well done. Um, I think the story is overhyped a little bit. Um, and I think that's my main kind of gripe with it, even though I feel like that's not fair. Cause I, that's my own, uh, expectations, 
but um, bad synopsis. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the greatest never did heist. think they were in a movie come up. No, I, I, it, it definitely was not the greatest heist ever committed or uh, ever attempted. Four young men mistake their lives for a movie. Um, that's crazy. That's a crazy synopsis. That just doesn't happen. No, oh, well, that's just saying that they're like, yeah, they they think that they can go do this like a movie, like in the movies. I know, but like that wasn't like a thing that like they, they weren't like, oh, like we saw it happen. Like this is gonna be like Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven hadn't came out at that point. I don't. They didn't say that, the, but they were watching old heist movies and they were calling themselves yeah. Mister Pink and off of Reservoir Dogs and stuff. Okay. So. Anyway, well, I guess that's fair. But the <clears throat> the heist overall. Pretty low key. I mean, I, I assume that dollar wise, like value wise of what they tried to do was actually probably up there as far as uh, attempted heists in the US. Because um, if, if that book is really, if those books are really worth a combined like 50 million, then that's probably way more than you're ever going to get from a bank. Um, so I imagine that it's probably one of the biggest attempted heists. Attempted. A lot of, a lot of emphasis on that. Um, yeah. But anywho, that's my, that was my reaction. I think I really liked it. I liked the like mix of a documentary and a movie. Um, uh, the acting was phenomenal. Um, I liked how real it felt. Um, and yeah, I liked hearing all the actual people talk about the experience too. Yeah. I think, I think it was a very unique way to like tell this true story where they blend in the real people. I liked that a lot. Yeah. And I liked how they would mess with like one person remembered it one way, one person remembered it another way. And they would change it as like, as the scene was who was talking like the driving or the at the party like first time it was brought up thing like I thought that was all really well done or like when they're talking to the guy in New York they're meeting the guy in New yep. York that scene was really cool he's like, like ponytail and then reverses and he's like old guy yeah yeah he was like and, and he's like I, I sometimes I can't remember if I was yeah we'll get into that later but yeah sorry continue yeah no I mean that that, that I guess I haven't really shared my first impression I, yeah I liked it overall I don't think it's necessarily like the it's not the greatest heist movie ever made. I mean, but it's entertaining and it's unique and I appreciate it. Sage, if you've uh, calmed down enough and taken your tampon out, you can share your initial thoughts. Yeah. Like I ever threw a tantrum. I'm just on the conference with a couple of cunts. Cunt, cunt, cunt. Exit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't throw a tantrum. He says (laughs) it's apparently it's the only way to shut you two up. Change a situation, suffer in a situation, leave a situation. Are you going to give your initial thoughts? Like hell, I could ever change you two. You two couldn't even change yourselves if you wanted He's to. He's making this podcast take Hell so no, I'm not going to suffer, so I'm going to dip. Adios. All right, what are your initial Cunts. thoughts? Did you just do that? I did that. <laughs> Weird movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it is... It, it was almost more like, you know, those old history movies where they do reenactment, like a historian yeah. tells you like, this is, this happened and this happened. And then they have a reenactment happening. They've after. got some like guy in a wig playing Napoleon. Yeah. That's almost exactly how this movie felt. And I don't think I liked that, but I found it interesting because it was the actual people that were being reenacted kind of like narrating the story, but that didn't make it like, better it just didn't make it bad if that makes sense it it was just strange the acting was really good i totally agree i can't remember which one of you two said it the story was not as like my like if they actually pulled it off 
I thought they were actually going to pull it off. I thought they were actually going <laughs> to. I was torn. I'd... Steal the books, sell them, and then they were going to get caught later down the road. I didn't think that they were going to completely fumble, fuck it up, and then just like, yeah, nothing happened basically. Well, I like, yeah, I was torn. I, just... I thought it was going to go either so far. It, w- it went down actually a middle road that I didn't see coming. Like I thought it was going to go well and they're going to succeed, or I thought. <clears throat> Like what started to happen in the first attempt, like that's kind of what I thought the other option was. So when we found out they had to get these books uh, like over the ocean, I was like, okay, well that's where they're going to get stuck. I'm like, there's no way they can get these books like out of the country. Oh no, there, <clears throat> there's no way. Like this would be so hard to pull off. Okay, but continue, Sage. It just it went from something that was like, wow, if this actually happened, this is going to be fucking mind-boggling. To okay, they just assaulted a librarian and got caught five days later. Like, I mean, it's very not cool, but like, it just was way overhyped. It it wasn't that big of a deal, like, as a story, in my opinion. Like, yeah, it was more of like a teenagers fail heist instead of like teenagers heist multi-million dollar books. It's like teenagers bring multi-million dollar books down one flight of stairs cry and vomit and get caught five days later. Yeah. I mean, with the actual like importance and value of the books, it was a pretty big deal. Um, even the books that they got out seemed to be pretty darn expensive. I mean, the Darwin, whatever like Bible one that was. So like they, they succeeded in stealing some valuable, Mm-hmm. books for sure but they didn't exceed to like or they didn't succeed to the well they didn't steal the main were. one that they wanted to <laughs> which is like well yeah and they didn't funny. like they were they didn't sell it they didn't no. like and that's the it. that's the thing about this movie okay so going back to like i i knocked this movie a little bit being like the heist wasn't that impressive and like it um it, it was overhyped but i think that that's also like I, I do think that that was a little bit misleading in the in the um, synopsis of the movie and kind of the what I thought going into it but at the same time I do like it for being the most realistic heist movie ever <laughs> yeah and like like whatever bank robbery goes perfect like what like whatever heist ever goes well like I'm sure that they've all in history gone like this yeah so the that's only where time like the heist probably succeeded was before the great depression or during the great depression like, I bet there hasn't really been, like, a successful high. I mean, I'm sure there has, but on I'd a say basis. before, like, 1965. Yeah. Yeah, it maybe just when doesn't there's... Happen. Like, it's virtually yeah. impossible. Between cameras, phones, mail, like... This was even before, like, some of the technology we have today that would make it a million times harder today. But still, yeah. in 2003, it'd be fucking impossible to do this. <laughs> Not impossible, yeah. but, like, pretty much nearly impossible. And they That's just a- had dumb i mean they were dumb teenagers that's the other thing like yeah well, i, I will throwing. say these books were not very well guarded no yeah. for how for valuable how they, were? they were yeah just yeah. one librarian and like sure they have it in the room that only she has access to and like, like she shouldn't have the keys the key shouldn't be anywhere around that yeah that's honestly yeah. where i thought that they were going to fail like that's where when they were looking for the keys that's where that i thought they're going to fail um but uh so my well, whole thing is that like you get I think you guys intentionally, if I remember, you intentionally threw me into this movie. So I didn't really have any, I remember Tate didn't want me to have a synopsis going into this movie. Anywho, I went I into this movie so. with no synopsis, no idea what was going to happen. 
Take definitely read the I synopsis that. last episode. I, re- I read the synopsis quick, but I definitely always want that for everyone. I want mm-hmm. blind Anywho. to go into it. I went into this. No, I didn't read the synopsis or anything, and I didn't remember. And uh, going in, like in the first, I would say in the first several minutes, it definitely gave the impression with like how hyped it was and with how much money and attention went into this movie that at least something crazy was going to happen. Like, or at least, so the whole, the whole throughout the movie, I kind of had some expectation or anticipation that they were going to pull it off to some extent, or they were going to pull it off completely. I was like, this has to be a big deal. If like, it's getting to this big of a production, they're going this like in a detail about it. And then when it unfolded, I was like, these are just four kids that did something very, very stupid and were somewhat clever about it. Like this really isn't like, yeah, I, so I, I think that after finishing it, I am surprised that it got the level of production that it did. Yeah. But I don't think but it was think that really big cool. of a, like, I, I wouldn't, I would be surprised if it was that big of a budget. Oh, probably not that big. The of budget's a budget. on IMDb. And it, like it wasn't a big movie whatsoever. No, um, but I'm talking like the attention. Like just, well, and like just to, make a movie out of it in general. Yeah. And but to get two actors like Barry Keegan and the other guy. But like those are two big actors. Like Yeah, but they're two Barry Keegan especially, they're very art house like direct like actors. Um and this comes from like an independent movie studio. And so I think it was probably more so the case that this director slash writer like saw the story and was like, this is an interesting story. I think we can do some interesting stuff with this. And it wasn't like, oh, this is like the craziest story ever. He thought like this would be a good like character study of like these young, dumb college kids. You know what I mean? Didn't it say at the end that the accountant man wrote the script? No. Uh, it, no. It said he was writing a book and it, it was called American Animals. He, I, well, so and that's where I, I was going to look up the I didn't have enough time because I just finished the movie. But um, I was going to look up whether he wrote his memoir and that's what this got picked up on. Um, and that was just kind of their way of saying in like in an artsy way at the end of the movie, like, Oh yeah, he was the writer behind all this. Um, I don't really know. He could have been, I mean, he's it not like- credited as one of the writers and they even like on IMDb, they credit the um, like book that it's based on too. So it is. a So it is based on a book. Who wrote the book? I, well, I don't know. It says, Writing credits, Bart Layton, who's the director. Additional material by John Croker. Additional writing, Peter Strawn. Additional material, Ed Westered. And writer, additional writings, Joe Murtaugh. And those are no names that are in the no. movie. So, I don't know. No, so yeah. Eric Borks, Borks, Borsik, um, okay, is the author of the book, American Animals. The memoir, when did that come out? The memoir featured... In the acclaimed motion picture of the same. Name. I know, but when did it? That's featured. I don't know if it's end. based off of it though. <clears throat> yeah, that, that just says featured in. Well, sure. Not me... movie based on. I'm looking it up. Um. One thing I should say is, I really hope none of those four made any money from this, and that any money made from this movie that would have gone towards those four should go to the librarian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure um, she got. I'm sure she got a lot of money. Um. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, so he wrote it. He wrote the book after it came out. It said it got published, I think, in 2020. So maybe she he was probably just got health and medical insurance, and maybe like an "I'm sorry" bonus. 
I'm sorry you had to deal with this bonus. Maybe, I don't know. Bonus. I'm sure if they got the books back in the condition that they said they did, I'm sure they were like, we are giving you a massive fucking bonus or raise. Anywho, I don't Why? know. But she didn't do anything. I'm assuming that she also probably made money from this movie. I'm assuming all of them made money from this movie. What do you think? Um, Which is Warren cool. Lipka's. So Warren, Warren's dad was a college athlete. Yeah. What sport, what sport do you think he played? He was a bowling ball, so I'm going to say bowling. I, I mean, I would have said football. Or he was a goalkeeper in soccer. I mean, soccer was the most obvious, I think, because his kid plays soccer. And it, well, and they said okay, that see, kind of I, the I never saw what his kid was playing. Well, they didn't say it, but the, when he was in the office of there the, was a soccer of the team, principal yeah. or whatever, it was like all these pictures of the soccer team. Ah, uh, okay, I missed that. I would, yeah. I must have realized that he was a college athlete at Kentucky after that because I was like, what what sport is he playing? Yeah. His dad asked him how his form was. I was like, is he a pitcher in baseball? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird to ask how the form is for soccer. Yeah, but um, yeah, Hollywood guy who doesn't know what sports are wrote that line. So who? Did, so out of all the characters, out of all the people, um, what what do you think of all the characters and the, the the four involved in this? I thought Evan Peters gave gave a great performance. Um, Who's he? Is he the Warren? He's Warren. Yeah, yeah, he's like, good. I, he's he really was, good. He's something so, else. He's Quicksilver, and the with Scarlet Witch. Um, he looked really familiar, but I. He's also in uh, Kickass. That's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's how I remember. Yeah, right. And then he played that serial killer in that Netflix show. Dahmer. Uh, Dahmer. Yeah, he was. He played Dahmer. Hmm. I never watched that. I, I don't like it. serial killer stuff. I think it's stupid that people are obsessed with it. But Agreed. He, yeah. So he he fucking killed it, and like he killed it. Like I, yeah, I think he by far was the best out of all. Like Barry mm-hmm. Keegan was kind of a his. I mean, that, the guy in real life is pretty monotone mellow. and pretty yeah, yeah mellow. He's greened out all the time. <laughs> so Barry Keegan like did fine for that, but he didn't have much to go off of. Um, and the other two like did well when they snapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I like, thought I actually would have said Jared Abramson, the guy that played Eric Borsuk did really good. He, I thought he yeah. did really good. He did good too. Like that, that was just such an interesting character because he like, I think he was probably the one that like most didn't belong. I mean, I guess you could probably say Chaz as well, but like, the Eric character just seemed like he had so much more going for him. Yeah, that one. I mean, he's the one that probably. I mean, maybe they didn't give enough on him on the front end, like they did Spencer yeah. and Warren. But like, he's definitely the one out of the group. Actually, Chaz too. I was like pretty surprised yeah. that both of them did it. I mean, you, the way that they start to lay out the characters and the, <laughs> I keep saying characters, the actual people, um, and their lives. Like you can kind of see how the artist kid Spencer and Warren got this idea and started to build on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't really picture somebody who was like an accountant and wanting to go into the FBI getting all, all hyped up about this. It's kind of yeah. weird. And then Chaz, the someone who has a lot of money, I guess like what's he got to gain. Yeah. It is very strange that those two got involved. It, it's yeah. And maybe there, maybe it makes more sense if we knew more information on yeah. it, but we just don't know yeah. from the movie about Chaz and them. Like maybe Chaz was short on money. <laughs> maybe he was in debt. Parents cut him off. Yeah. Um, but as I'm far likely. as the actual people, though, like between Spencer Warren, like the the real life people, how did you like him? I mean, I think they're, they're all pretty likable in this. Like Warren, I don't irritated know, like, the shit out of me. What? I didn't trust a lick. Warren, of Warren. irritated the shit out of me. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's a testament to the acting, but also like 
even the actual no, uh, his actual, actual Warren. <laughs> actual like, Warren was this guy super cringe. Gives that, me I didn't trust feeling. that guy. Yeah, yeah. He the other three though, I feel feeling. bad for. Uh, I don't feel really bad for any of these thing people. I don't think. At the end of the day, like I, I don't feel like that bad, bad for them. But like, it's like, like I don't know. Like you do stupid stuff. Like yeah. when you're young and in college. <laughs> yeah, like, I kind of see the way Jacobs. Like it definitely seems like the other three didn't really know, or like somehow in some way they got caught on Warren's coattails. Yeah, and like what Spencer was I, saying, I, he, like the whole thing about like I like this idea of like he was like, or I'm just going until we hit that point where. Like, there's no way we can do this, this insurmountable odd. Spencer, and that yeah. just never popped up. Well, I think to me, it, did it pop popped up. up. It, it did, but like, but not like to, until like, not until it, like it started happening. It, pop, it popped up. It would have popped up to the, any of the other three. And that was the librarian. What happened to the librarian? Like, that would have been the point where. Well, that happened to Eric. Just, Eric, was, Eric, yeah, was, Eric, I do feel bad for purely because of that, because Warren put him in that situation. But they all knew that that was the plan. So I don't feel bad for him on that front. Um, but I do feel bad for Warren to, or for Warren bringing Eric into that room and making him be a part of that. Cause that was pretty fucked up, even though they knew all it was all happening. But I, <clears throat> I was just saying that um, like any of the other three, cause I think Spencer was the one that said that he's like, if something happened that would end it, that's kind of what I fi- am waiting for. I'm waiting for that thing to, that roadblock mm-hmm. to come. Um, and he kind of hit his roadblock. But he still didn't yeah. like back out because he didn't he didn't have to have a part in it really, um, at least on like the actual execution of it. He was still part of it in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, there's I yeah there's something about it, like in the real listening to the real people talk like later in their life, all three seemed very remorseful or like a combination of remorseful and they're like picking up the pieces and moving on with their lives. There was something about the real Warren that was like, you're, there's something like, do you, I didn't what did trust. What did say he's doing? He was back in um, college back at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right. in you're a filmmaker. Yeah, to be a, yeah, filmmaker. To be a filmmaker. Yeah, he made, he made the hair on the my back stand up. Like There's something about him. He there's gave some me no the good juju coming off of him. So I feel like uh, what Jacob and I were trying to say, like back then, it seems like, Neither of those three guys, without Warren influencing it or uh, trailblazing it, would ever have done anything remotely similar to what they did. Oh, for sure. Well, and that's where, like, I feel like at the beginning they said, like, like uh, Spencer was like, yeah, he was the ringleader of it. And, and, like, the other ones were like, yeah, he was the leader. And then it cuts to him, and he's like, I wouldn't say that I was the leader. I would just say that I was one of the people part of it. And, like, yeah, that's exact. But... I mean, if they all agree on how this story was told, he was the one that influencing it for sure. Yeah, he said, if I remember it, he said, I don't think anyone was a ringleader. We were all in it for different reasons. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you at, at the start, I was like, ooh, spicy. And then afterwards, I was like, no, no, no. You like... Your ringleader is the one that's willing to do whatever it takes at the end of the day. Yeah. And that was him. He got well, hit he, by a car. Yeah, well, he's and he's an the idiot. one that fucked up, like, like in the whole process. He he, when he went down the road, he thought he was supposed to go down. He fucked up bad. Like he did not. He was panicking. He was yeah. not executing, and then he ended up vomiting everywhere, and like making the situation absolutely worse. And just like tried to continue with the plan. Like at that point, 
they should have just taken the books back and been like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But then he's like, no, we got to stick it out and go to New York and sell these books. It's like, do you just think he actually met with somebody in Amsterdam? I loved that aspect at the end of it because I didn't even consider it. That's it. Yeah, it is. interesting, And it is very interesting. And so so I was going to bring this up when we got to the end um, because but I guess we're jumped around. So it doesn't really matter for this movie. But um, I was really hoping that they were going to give a little bit more at the end of the movie on like when they were kind of doing the where they're at now on. Are they on speaking terms? Have they talked to BJ? Have like I? There's so much follow up of them coming out of jail that I so badly want to know. Like if they're like, I don't fucking talk to those guys anymore. He's like, or they're like, fuck Warren. I never want to see that guy's face ever again. Like, I kind of want to know that T. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like weirdly. I also want to know if they were all like sent to the same jail. Yeah, like because, dude, I would. I don't. I don't care if it's us three. If we went to a crime for something I thought that somebody else, like I was mad at somebody else for doing it and I went to prison with you for seven years, I would be so fucking pissed at you for the rest of my life. I don't think I'd ever yeah, let but that go. Going to jail with the boys wouldn't be too bad. No, I'd be kind but of But those, those three would have been boys. If they I would have was like, ready to go to they jail. Would have, they would have annexed Warren out of that boys group for sure. That's Yeah, that's what I want to know. I just want to know if they, like, do they talk to even like Spencer and Eric and Chaz? Like, do they even talk to each other now? Like, or are they so full? Like, was this such a disaster and life changer that they can't even talk to each other now? Like, that's the shit I want to know. Mm-hmm. But the Amsterdam thing is really... Yeah. I, I never would have considered that. And I so bad... Well, and that was the director's thing. I mean, they did it really... It was smart of them, and they did it well. But, like, obviously, Chad, or whatever his, his face, will say whether he actually went or not. What, but I guess still at the end of the day, yeah, we have to take his word for it. Yeah. I mean, I think Bart Layton, the director and writer, did a masterful job with this. Like at the end when they're all like, they have, he has them all like simultaneously like breaking down and freaking out. Like that was very well done. I very much enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I, I just think from like a directing standpoint, I think this movie is fantastic. Oh, Stories lacking maybe a little bit, but they they made the, the story way it played cooler out. than it probably was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the story is still kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, I I don't think it's lame. I don't think like I think kind I think of a good plan. <laughs> well, and that's but so that's the thing about this is that I thought that they were actually like I thought they were actually kind of smart for most. Of yeah, the movie. like. Like they, I thought, like they were like was really three smart. steps away from being really smart. Yeah, but like key steps. Hello. Sorry, that was the. Hello. It's our tenant. Text or call. Call. Um, I just googled just Warren Lipka, and the first thing that came up was, uh, a CNBC article on their movie and them, and they're all four together. So I imagine they're not on such bad terms that they can't be like on the same stage together. Man, that's crazy. I would be so mad at Warren. Yeah, I mean, that was 20 years ago. Oh, he said it was a butt dial. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, but, uh, damn it, where the hell were we? Uh, you were talking about Warren and how they're on a stage together, and I said like... Oh, that they were like three... Uh, uh, they were like three steps away from being really smart. Yes. 
And like, so they should have gone down to the basement level beforehand, obviously. Obviously. I don't. Like, that was very stupid. Yeah. They shouldn't have been dropped off and picked up in the exact same location without the car moving. Yeah. It shouldn't have been, been a minivan. Those doors take way long, too long to close. <laughs> um, My main things are. If I'm if if you boys had this grand plan and you came up to me, I would never do this plan. There's like little details, like I think the car, like that kind of stuff. I could be like, yeah, we'll figure that out. Um, there's a few little details that I would be like, I'd want to know, but I'd be fine if I didn't. If if it went had a different options, the one that I think I would have never gone through with this on without knowing is where the fucking keys are. Like the fact yeah. that they started to yeah. panic about that, I was like, I thought that you had at least an idea. Like yeah. I thought that at least you knew it was on her or you knew it was in the desk, but they didn't yeah. have a, any clue once it got to that point. And I was like, how do you get this far into and it? Taser is a terrible idea, terrible. especially a handheld taser. Wow. Yeah. What this movie did get me going on is if I did my heist, if I did this, how I would do it. And this is how I'd do it. I'd, I'd befriend the librarian. I'd go in once a week and I would just start chatting with her about anything, become her bestie. I'd bring her coffee a couple of days. Bring your coffee. Bring your coffee. Boom. One day, what's in your coffee? Night, night. Librarian. Mm. Boom. Stolen. But books. here's the problem with that. She wakes up and she's like, "Oh, it was this guy. I can give you the yeah. exact description of him. He's been in here all the time." Well, that was another mm. thing was that they went in right. without any disguise, so they were completely easy to peg. Like if she yeah. put them in a room of usual suspects, she'd be like, "Obviously, those two. I would remember mm. them." The disguises were a crazy aspect, that, and I think it's really funny that they tried it. Um, Honestly, I thought it was going to work. I like, did too. That was a great idea. I bought it when I when in in their first attempt to the heist. I was like, "Oh shit, these guys pulled it off!" Like because mm -hmm. I didn't know about the story. I didn't know anything about what the the story. But when they're coming in just as old men, like, it and there's good. just going to be one librarian, and they're going to look over some old antique books. I was like. Fuck. And the final, the whole finals thing that was finals day, I was like, this is going to get pulled off. They're going to do mm -hmm. it. And then when it went downhill and like digressed into what it turned into, I was like, what? These guys didn't know what the fuck, like what you were saying. They didn't know where the keys were. They really didn't know how, like they Warren thought he knew how he was going to handle the librarian. Obviously Dude. had no idea how he's going to handle the yeah. librarian. Oh, also practice tasing someone. Like I'd be like, fucking practice on me, Warren. Like, do it until I pass out <laughs> or something like, but just fucking practice and like, ah, man. Yeah. The, it must be a really the boring the finals part. They, they should have, this should have happened during the finals, like their finals, final exams. Yeah. Like halfway through, like they go and like, they take their test in like an hour. Cause they're clearly not concerned about passing school at this point. Right. Yeah. So they take the test in like an hour, turn it in, then leave. And then this is happening during their finals, so there's an alibi. Yeah. No, yeah. That, I think that's genius. But they don't really do that during their finals like mm -hmm. idiots. Um, I think the other part that... I, so this is the other part that I do think was, again, more of a fault on the library and their security of this than it is anything else. It's not like they're geniuses for getting this far, become, getting this close. Um, but the fact that she's in there by herself behind a desk nobody can open the door. She is the only one that can open it from the inside. And she only does by appointment. 
if she is on that calendar and she's got nothing going on, nobody's going to come knocking on that window. Like when they tied her up, I was like, I wonder how long she was there. Cause like, if nobody has an appointment and nobody's like constantly looking in or checking in on her, like, I bet she was there for maybe hours. Like it's like, probably like been. the evening. Well, yeah. she would have been there for hours, but everybody saw them running out. So they went up and checked. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that was one part though, where I was just like, wow, they actually, yeah. I was like, this is a really yeah. poor system for them because as a security system, because they literally just like had, they did a terrible job of taking her out, quote unquote, and they're still might get away with it. Like <laughs> they, that, that, uh, stinking Darwin book shouldn't be behind glass that you can break either. Yeah. With a couple of shots. Like, yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I, yeah, there's, there's a few things, but like also the way that they, their plan for taking out the book, I thought that, because they kind of did that in the reenactment when he was saying like, oh yeah, it'll be easy. This is what we do. And they kind of showed it in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, they're not actually just going to wrap it up in a cloth. I was like, that's, that's so dumb. But I guess I don't know what else you do, but I feel like I'd figure something else out instead of just wrapping I mean, get, it in a sheet. Yeah, like a trolley, get a cart. Yeah. Libraries have like big carts. Yeah, it'd be weird to get the appointment with the cart. <laughs> Well, no, like, like, just have a cart like in that side room that they run yeah. off to, and bring the go, cart in. You go know prep I mean? the basement. Go know know yeah. the basement. Know that there's an yeah. exit. Once he said that, like, he's like, we're going back up to the first floor to just bolt out the front door, and we're just going to make a run for it. Idiots. And they didn't even bolt out the front door. They bolted to the stairs. Yeah, and then yeah, idiots. Like, why wouldn't they go out the front door at that point? They're like, <laughs> I yeah, at that point. I feel like I would have just totally bought into it and just moved so slowly through the middle of the thing and just spent, cause like, I feel like it's one of those social experiments. Like yeah. if something looks wrong, people are going to be like, Oh yes. shit. And they're quickly going to, and people will jump on very quickly to pointing out that it's wrong and doing something. But if it looks kind of weird, like it's, that's not what I thought they were going to do wrong. too. I thought they should have just casually walked out. Like with they it. worked there or something yeah. like that. And that's where like, if I was in the library and I saw that, I'd be like, didn't those guys walk in? I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But if no one else is reacting, then I'm not going to react. And like, that's what I, I feel like would be the chill yeah. way to go out. But if you're pale white, sweating uncontrollably and on the verge of vomiting, <laughs> sprinting out of a library, everyone's going to be like, yeah, that guy did something wrong. Okay, here's my other thing. If I did this, I would want to be somewhat wasted to have the confidence <laughs> to do it like that. I wouldn't be panicking or freaking out, walking out the front door. I'd just be kind of jumping like, hey, <laughs> how's it going? I don't know. I feel like I'd have to be wasted to do this. I'd have to be an idiot to do this. Well, Luckily, sure. I, that, that was one thing that was crossing my mind was like, how dumb are these kids? Like, well, how boring of a town? Like, if the most exciting thing you can think of is to try and heist. Like, there are not, there are. I don't know. Art heist is pretty exciting. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> I mean, not like, ruining you your mean? life exciting, but it's kind of It's fun. just like people, uh, kids did some dumb shit growing up, for sure. Uh, taking snacks from 7-Eleven. Yeah. Doing pranks. Like, Have you guys ever shoplifted? I shoplifted no. a $1 pair of sunglasses from the dollar store in Old Town Fort Collins when I was with the tennis team one time because like, yeah, they're all like, do it, do it. And I was like, I'm not a pussy. And I felt so bad. <laughs> but it was yeah, a $1 I, from the dollar store. So when I was a very young child, I would take stuff and like put it in the stroller. 
but that doesn't count. I would get yeah. If you're a child, my mom would be like, fine. "Oh, what are you doing?" Yeah. And would give it back. In fact, I'm There's gonna tell my child I've... that everything's free, and then when they walk out with it, I'm gonna be like, "Nice." <laughs> there was one time I forgot to scan something at Home Depot, and I brought in my car, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I went back into Home Depot immediately and said, "I forgot to scan this," and I scanned it and paid for it. Nice. It's just dumb, but anyways, like the point is, like kids are like, you know, thinking about stealing Slurpees or. Well, kids are these days are crazy. The pranks that they do, like in retail these days, is just... they should be hanged by the neck. <laughs> <laughs> they should be punched in the face for sure, at least. That was so aggressive. <laughs> they should be squarely punched in the face, hanged by the neck. That's, that's some Until French. Re- that's some French Revolution shit. Until then, no French Revolution. You cut them off. You cut their heads off with a guillotine. Yeah. I'm talking about old West justice here. <laughs> but yeah, these like when we were kids, it was like setting off a dry ice bomb. It was, was like the loosening the red pepper flake shaker at a pizza yeah, joint. That was it a wasn't... fucked up prank. Yeah, that's a fucked up prank. <laughs> not like not like tasing a poor librarian and stealing millions. Like, you know, yeah. that's not like like how and they genuinely didn't like seeing the adult versions of them. They genuinely didn't seem like fucked up people, or like. No. People well, that's the thing is, really, just, the only person that had, seemed like a fucked up person or had like a fucked up situation was Warren, and he was the most unsettling person between the four of them. So it's like, guys, seriously, genuinely, how and what, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Well, that's why like, it'd be why really fucking weird to be their parents, because you'd be like. What the hell yeah. <laughs> did you just try and do? What? Like, I without you couldn't just try to take beer from the corner store. Like, I actually, if I was a parent in that situation, I'd be like, "Fucking, just go try that first. Go try and steal a twenty-four rack from a liquor store and yeah. see how far that gets you. And then, if you succeed, then sure, go try your big heist there, bud. But yeah, yeah, you have probably just a good odds stealing. A case of beer and a handle of liquor from a corner store as you do. Not really, but like Yeah, but these these kids just didn't have their frontal lobes at all. And they To a serious degree though. Like, like they, this is Yeah, it's really just I, I don't I really don't know how you even get the nut sacks to do this. Um but you're <laughs> pretty fucking crazy and yeah that's the thing is like when you see them talking like they all seem like fairly normal people like prison didn't look like it fucked them up they they have normal regular jobs kind of thing like they're just artsy a little bit and they're just going about life and they look very normal and healthy and it's i do feel know, like the fbi very weird is probably the one to be in because like it's full of like art heist people yeah. and like <laughs> bankers yeah. and accountants. Yeah, you want, you want a white crimes. collar. Crime. Yeah, you want, if you, that maybe that was what they were going for. We're like, we can't go for that, you know, drug crime deal because we're going to go into a prison where things are not <laughs> going to go well for us. How fucking... We need to go, we need to, we need to elevate. They are the classiest motherfuckers in that prison. That's yeah. what I'm, I, that's what I say. Like, yeah. imagine walking to that prison and it's a bunch of white-collar crime. Or like, you're like, oh, what'd you do? It's just like, oh, I evaded taxes. It's like, fucking nerd. That's what everyone does. And then you're just like, oh, what'd you I do? It's like, librarian. I tried, art. I tried to steal millions of dollars worth of art. <laughs> I'd be like, that's fucking baller. That's and really I'm 19 cool. years old. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, this kid is so sick. 
Yeah, at least in prison. What are you doing when you get out and call me? Yeah. We can you do could, some tax evasion. You could be in prison for seven years and 19 and still ask yourself, what do I want to do when I grow up? That's insane. Yeah. Um, I have some breaking news that might ruin Sage. That's fine. Dan Lanning is currently in Tuscaloosa. That's fine. Okay. Who's Dan Lanning? Yeah. He's Oregon's head coach. football coach. Did you oh, see Saban retired? Yeah, I did see Saban that, yeah. retired, yeah. Fun fact. I'm not going to watch a single Oregon game for as long as they're in the Big Ten. I don't care. Like I, the second they left the Pac-12, I so badly wanted a Pac-12 team to win. Yeah, it, yeah. I forgot that I had a future on Washington from December 9th plus 750. Damn, we've been saw that on Saturday, and I was like, oh shit! I know who I'm rooting for now. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I wanted Washington pretty badly. <laughs> But it is what it is. Um, That's pretty funny if Dan Lanning does leave Oregon, though. That'd be three head coaches in a row that come to Oregon, that coach say is- they're going to stay and build yeah. a program, and then they leave for their dream job. Literally three in a row. Florida State, Willie Taggart, he got fired two years into Florida State. Next was uh, um, he's Miami's coach right now. Cristobal? Cristobal, Mario Cristobal. He took the job. Miami gave him his dream job. He took it. And I think Alabama, yeah. It's fine. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, All right. Should we get to some scores here? Wait, there's one other thing I was going to say. Yep. Oh, I I was just going to say also that, like, I I think, because I asked this question earlier, and we kind of bounced around a lot afterwards, but, like, if you guys liked the people or not, like the the actual people in real life, because we talk about Warren a lot. um, I was just going to say that I, I Spencer, I really think I liked a lot um even though he's a fucking knucklehead for even doing this he's the one that I thought was the most interesting of a character because like the the way that they open it up where he's talking about um past artists or like and, it, and it's pretty true I think for any form of art um is that it, there's some sort of idea or um belief about the best artists in the world is that they have to be crazy and they have to like whether that's going through a life event or whatever, but they just have to kind of experience that other world of being insane. Um, that was that was enough reason for me to find it believable that he wanted to do this because then this was his kind of excuse to be like, I grew up in a perfect home. I have no hardships. I have no troubles. Um, I want to be an artist, but can I really even be an artist? Um, I need to go live this other, like, wait, what's the point of life kind of questions? And um, I have to go be not myself and uh, risk something to like find my art. That's that's kind of the way I like was felt like I was traveling in his mind. Um, so I liked his character just being like a troubled, regular old kid um, with that wanted to be an artist. So I think yeah. that's why I liked him a lot. Warren just kind of seemed like a crazy fucking lunatic that was trying to escape the world. And then I really can't read the other two. <laughs> yeah, I they. Another thing that I was just thinking of in the whole dumb conversation was like, if I do a quick think back on all the people that I was in either senior year of high school or freshman year of college with, if I think about like the people who would have thought about doing something like this were too dumb to actually execute it. And the people who could actually execute it 
would never even consider thinking they're too of doing smart it. to actually execute it to ever yeah so it's like it. where were these guys <laughs> warren was obviously the bottom he was yeah i think he needed two smart people that could execute it that didn't really want to and somehow manipulated them into doing it and uh spencer was just in for the ride smoking green it's a very frustrating See, that's what weed does to your kids gateway drug gateway drug don't, stealing art don't smoke weed <laughs> um your real life pink panther um but uh i think it's believable and frustrating at the same time that if i if we went and grabbed a coffee with all four of them today and we were like why the hell did you do this and they really just went i don't fucking know yeah it's frustrating how believable that is true yeah i think that's probably accurate well yeah think about all the stupid shit that like people in my world did from between like 16 to 20 years old i mean none of them tried to the thing is the the, the degree like a lot of it's like we've already talked about this a lot of it's low level stuff no one i know ever did anything close to yeah relatively close to this so it's that's where it gets hard to believe because it's like it's believable when it's something as simple as shoplifting or like doing a stupid prank but well and i like to believe that warren didn't go to netherlands and he kind of helps create this whole story just because he didn't care if his life got ruined and wanted the thrill and wanted people to join him on that adventure i like i like i weirdly in a cynical way like to think that that's what happened I'm going to go watch his interview again because I'm really curious, but running it back through my head, I think he might have actually been telling the truth when he said, you'll just have to believe me because the major signs of lies are uh, diverting eye contact, fidgeting and rubbing your arms and closing body length. I wonder how many takes he had at that then. The first couple of times he's like avoiding eye contact (laughs) and then they're like, redo that. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I, I mean, I I think in my heart, I believe he went, but I don't think he did. I, I, I think he may, I he may have gone. I don't think he met didn't. with anybody. I mean, I mean, I like I want to believe that he didn't. Hmm. Yeah, maybe he went and didn't meet with anybody. That's the other thing. Maybe. Oh yeah, I wonder if they just got so fucking fooled that he was just too embarrassed to admit it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he went to go meet somebody at a bar, and just nothing, and he got duped for five hundred bucks from this guy in New York. Yeah, like, I, that that is I mean, possible. Maybe he's it's too probably more likely that they went to Amsterdam and didn't meet anyone. Then he yeah. never left for Amsterdam at all. Yeah, because I mean, then they don't even once they get they the had, books, they don't even talk to the guy in Netherlands. Yeah, they go. Well, and he would have had to the New York tickets. Like there would have been a paper trail that he went to the Netherlands, right? I mean, two thousand three. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, there would be a receipt. Like that was after nine eleven, so they'd be tracking oh, for <laughs> people. Sure. Well, and we're on actually on planes or whatnot. So then the whole question is, is did he actually meet someone? Which even if he yeah. did go, which so it's almost guaranteed that he went to Amsterdam. So then it's whether or not he actually met someone. I bet you they got duped by the fence, and he was too embarrassed to ever admit it. So he made up a story about how he met someone that was going to pay him millions, and for that reason, they still had, that that gave them the reason to still go on with this. Yeah, I did also think it was weird that they went to like a legitimate private auctioner to get a price. Like I yeah, thought they would have gone to like a black market person or someone more criminally. Well, they, have they, their they went to like a real person. She was like, I need like authentication for this. And they were like, oh, well, miss, yeah, all that bullshit. I was like, and this then the personal seems like a really dumb idea. 
Mm-hmm. Since uh, since you just stole it like yesterday, and it's all over the news. Yeah. Probably and so what? They just never got a call back. FBI just tracked him. Yeah. Never got a call back, and the FBI was probably already on him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Imagine how good it felt for those FBI agents. I bet just, you that was one of the easier cases they ever solved. I wish they would have gone into yeah. how they like what, what gave the them FBI all did. Yeah. 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 I bet you it really wasn't even that in depth. I bet you it was like yeah. one thing that led to another, and they all connected all the dots insanely fast. And they were like, "Yeah, this is easy." Yeah. Yeah, I, that would be interesting to know about. All right, I got nothing. I don't think I'm going to read his memoir though, because yeah. I don't I don't care to really not, support these guys enough. in their. In, in the monetizing of their story. This seems like a money grab to me, honestly. Well, and it's a, it's a cool documentary. It's well done. I, I'm glad I watched it. Um, so I hope all the filmmakers boost their career and make some money on this. And I hope all of the real-life families maybe get some money. But fuck these four guys. Like They could go work a normal job for the rest of their life. I don't care. Yep. All right, from the aggregator, 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, 68 out of 100 on Metacritic, 3.7 out of 5 stars on Letterboxd. Um, Sage, why don't you go first? I don't know, 72. That's just the number that's in my head. All right, I don't... I think I honestly was going to give it like a 77, and I gave it a 5-point down bump for the idea of them making money off of this. That this just distasteful and is enough to do a five point bump down. I'm gonna give it a 78. Um, I think it's like, like I said, the, the directing and how the story plays out, I think, is done phenomenally. Um, Evan Peters is great, Barry Keegan's pretty good. Um, maybe just not as exciting of a story as not that exciting of a story, I guess is what I'll say. Yeah, I'm gonna go with 80. I think we're all kind of in a similar boat. But I think it it barely cracks that purely just because of the directing and the um the way they intertwined the documentary with the movie. I thought that was really that was the coolest part about this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Yep, yep. Alrighty, that is an average score of seventy seven for American Animals. Sage, it's your pick next. Shit. You were ready for it last week. Do you want me to go instead? No. Shit. Um. Actually, there was a movie. Oh, whatever. I haven't. I've been meaning to pick this movie, and I never did. It was whatever that one. Into the wild. No. Into the wild. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. The Vince Vaughn one. No. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah, Vince Vaughn's in it. Emil Hirsch and Vince Vaughn. Two and a half hours, Sage. Whoa, Sage. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Vince Vaughn is in it. Wow, Kristen yep. Stewart's in it. It's two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Is your hand that off sucks. the chess piece? Mm, no, I can't think of anything else. So yes, I forgot is. that was my pick. I'm thrown off. I'm thrown off with this new order. <laughs> This looks All right, 2007's awesome. Into the Wild streaming on Showtime. After graduating from Emory University, top student and athlete Christopher McCandless 
abandons his possessions, gives his entire $24,000 savings account to charity, and hitchhikes to Alaska to live in the wilderness. Along the way, Christopher encounters a series of characters that shape his life. Directed and written by the screenplay by Sean Penn. Mm. Obviously, the book, um, John Krakauer, um, Emile Hirsch, Vince Vaughn, Jenna Malone, Kristen Stewart, Hal Holbrook, William Hurt, Catherine Keener. This looks pretty great. Nominated for two Oscars. Top rated number 232 movie on IMDb. Uh, So how did you just pull this Oscar nominated film out of your ass? He's he he mentioned it in the um, what did I do? Uh, way back review. Oh, okay. It was just a movie that it's like the number one if you're an outdoorsy person. Ah, that's right. This is like the number one outdoors movie you should watch. Okay. Have either of you guys read the book? No, I don't know anything about this movie besides a guy goes to Alaska. Really, it's a very outdoorsy movie. I didn't know it was Oscar nominated and everything. I didn't know Vince Vaughn was in it. <laughs> very famous book we read it in high school i was gonna say is it a really old freshman year like... ib english yeah was it called into the wild was that yep. called into the wild yep i'm confusing really? it with i wonder if i'm gonna wreck it yeah so i don't know because i know we also i about kind of read it i did not read it fully but i read it enough to pass the class i was gonna say I it looked never familiar um, from and we, I remember watching this movie in Miss Richards' English class. Oh, whoa. Was yeah. it one of those optional ones where you had a choice? I don't think so because we watched the movie. Oh, really? I think this was in like school, like the, during the school year reading, the cover not like summer reading. looked familiar of the movie. So I am wondering if we, I like, I'm wondering if I've seen part of it, but I don't, I mean, if I did, it was in 10... 12 years ago so yeah i clearly don't remember it well enough to <clears throat> recall anything is zach alfanakis in this zach alfanakis is in this wow that's weird <laughs> i like him i yeah i'll have to look at the cover of the book too that might jog my memory but yeah cool Two all right into the wild 2007 streaming on showtime is up next. If you'd like to uh, get in contact with us, shoot us an email at gd4ampodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, gd4gd.movies. Twitter, gd4gd underscore movies. Give us a five-star rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of the podcatchers that take ratings and or reviews. And if not, Jacob's going to hang you. Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to hang him in the morning. You'll never see the sun. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tase you and steal your stuff. I'm going to draw a picture of you. Titanic style? Maybe. All right. We'll catch you next week at the movies.
stuff that dreams are made of. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. bold in terms of jerking people around but i may have gone too far in a few places hey everybody we're all gonna get laid before we hop off real quick i did see i forgot to bring this up but that um the actual book that they tried to steal um it it said that because it was like the valuation everything of it was pretty accurate in here but um it was saying that it cost the guy who made it it took him like 12 years to make the book, like with all the drawings and all the, and he wrote like passages about each of the birds too. So it's like a picture and um, text. But uh, it said that it cost him in today's dollars, $2 million to make the book just wow. in travel supplies, paint, like, or like in uh, the, uh, or the canvases and shit like that, I guess. And cause he, he did this in the 1800s. So, um, Everything, all the everything to paint with, I assume, just costs so much fucking money. And he had trade for like, it said like some of them are on like actual um, animal skin. Yeah, animal skins. So like, it said that anyway. It, I just thought that was interesting. Is that the real book in today's dollars cost him over two million to make it over twelve years, and he had to keep keep on like begging for funding to keep making more from people. So crazy. That's kind of cool. The book sounds cool. cool. I like. I kind of want to just like if it had it in front of me, I'd flip through it. Yeah, Tate, have you watched the holdovers yet? The holdovers, no. Twenty twenty three movie, Paul Giamatti. It's fucking great. Oh, it's my favorite movie of the year. I. It's in theaters right now. I think so. It may still be in theaters. It's on P. I watched it on. I think P-talk. I've seen it like on the on the online. Um, I gave it a ninety five. Wow. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um. Did you guys recognize, I, this is what I thought you said, The Leftovers, not The Holdovers. Have you guys <coughs> ever watched The Leftovers, the TV show? I have not. The librarian in this movie was from The Leftovers, and she was fucking oh, really? awesome in that. Yeah. Oh, is she the bad woman? She's the, the cult, the cult she's leader. The cult leader. Yeah. yeah, cult leader. Like the church, I watched the first the season, but I never watched past that. Yeah, she was really fucking good in The Leftovers. Yeah, I do recognize her. Yeah. All right. Yep. Talk to you next week. Yep, sounds good. Bye. Adios.